Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health freedom. In that light, I'm always scouring the globe for entrepreneurs, creators, influencers, getting their insights and sharing it with the audience. So today we have a very interesting guest, uh, Biju. She actually um, started her career in fashion merchandising. Uh, then she ran her own boutique and then she started a video production branding studio. So she's uh, been a producer of uh, documentaries and so she's well experienced and it's going to be a great conversation. So I welcome Biju to the show. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks so much. And uh, tell us more about your journey, how you got started, and we'll go from there. Uh, yeah, so I think it was probably that I had two parents that were entrepreneurs. And so that gave me the idea that I could do that. Um, I went to Texas State and was hired um, with a with a great corporation right out of college. And I think that that was really good for me because I got to see how big companies run from the inside and all of the marketing and everything like that that I was very interested in. But that was my first and only boss I've ever had because right after that, I jumped ship and I've been working for myself ever since. And now I just love working with entrepreneurs because typically they feel very alone and they have the weight of the world on their shoulders in a lot of ways. And so, yeah, I, I just like being their cheerleader and and being there to support them. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it sounds like you've achieved, um, you know, you call your own shots and um, you make your own decisions, uh, not beholden to anyone, which is interesting. Uh, you know, you have an interesting background. You talk about conscious uh, entrepreneurship. Tell us more about that. Uh, yeah. So um, I, my own path was that after a while, even though I loved making people look and feel better at my boutique, um, it didn't align with my core values after a while. And mm. so I think that being conscious of how your business aligns with who you are is important. Um, then when I started doing my video production company, there was a lot about um, marketing that just felt very unconscious. And so a lot of the people that I was working with, I saw have mental blocks and not really care about the impact that they were making in the world. And that's when I decided that I really just wanted to work with and support others in creating more of a conscious relationship with their business and who they were and, and what the business did out in the world. So yeah, it was a it was a little bit of a long journey, but it reali I realized um, within it that I I really like helping entrepreneurs that want to make a difference in the world. Oh, this is very interesting because um, there's uh, you know a lot of Gen Z. Uh, I'm not sure what generation, but you know a lot of Gen Z they're willing to um, you know work for free, even if it aligns with their values. They don't want to work for a 
corrupt corporation and mm-hmm. you know governments and all that. And uh, so you're ahead of your time. Um, tell us about some of the mental blocks that you see in clearing them. Yeah, there's so there's so many. There's um, perfectionism. Many of the things that make you a great entrepreneur just aren't sustainable over time or will limit you over time. They'll help you plateau over time. And that's like um, imposter syndrome and uh, perfectionism and um, worthiness and just fear in general of being big and being authentic and being yourself. Um, communication, not feeling like you can talk to people. So anywhere from like people that want to become public speakers and have blocks about being seen all the way to businesses that are ready to grow and have fear about growing and and scaling. And so, yeah, there's just so many of them that us humans deal with on a daily basis. And how do you, how do you help by clearing them? Is it, um, you know, some, some of the techniques or what do you, how do you help people to clear those blocks? So that's, um, I started doing coaching and branding work and like story work before I started getting into the psychedelic space. But I realized when working and coaching with entrepreneurs that a lot of the times these narratives are very, very embedded or it's past programming or it might have been a past experience that stuck with them. And finding those in an, in a very open and slightly altered state helps you then go in and basically take that narrative out and replace it with something else that actually aligns with how you feel nowadays. And then over time, utilizing small habits to basically bolster that idea or uh, help that root to grow in your mind. And so a lot of times people are really unaware of the uh, the mental blocks that are affecting them or the narratives that they might have. And yeah. so sometimes even just bringing them to light allows them to evaporate or to understand how am I going to support myself in changing this idea that I have. Oh, you mentioned um, the fact that uh, small habits to supporting grow those um, seeds of um, change. What, what are some of the small habits they can do? Is it anchors or... Uh, meditation. Tell us more. Yeah, it really depends on what seed we're planting. So a lot of the times that um, if someone's dealing with um, unprocessed emotion, then journaling is a great way of doing it. Having hard conversations with the people that they love, having conversations with me, processing emotion and letting yourself cry or get angry about things so that it doesn't like shut you down and affect you in the rest of your life. Or Mm -hmm. it could be things like Um, writing new stories about yourself and reading them over and over again. It can be listening to messages that you've created about yourself as you go to sleep. Um, It can be getting reflections from other people. So joining really supportive groups and doing what you desire to do in front of them and getting their reflections and seeing that people actually appreciate and enjoy you. Yeah, there's a million things that you can kind of do, tiny little habits that just show yourself that you care about yourself and that change is possible, and that um, what you desire is attainable. Interesting. I've heard this idea, this thing of processing emotions. Um, can you expand upon that idea more? Um, I'm trying to just get a better sense of what that means. Absolutely. So um, I think now, and I still know that I have room to grow, but now I have a sense of calmness and confidence and just peace that I didn't really have before. And this newfound 
feeling that I have allows me to show up in the world in a different way, which then allows the world to show up to me in a different way. So before, I think I was really shut down because I had a lot of pain and anger and sadness and frustration that I had never dealt with because I didn't know how to um, process it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And so when I was able to process that, I just like literally show up in the world in a different way. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I have like uh, deeper conversations with people. I'm in a better mood. I have the confidence to go out and do things that I didn't before. And so, yeah, I feel like those unprocessed emotions are really big blocks for people in their businesses and in even their love lives. You've you've op- opened a large can of worms, and then but. One thing is uh, you talk about is soulful branding. What 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 do you mean by that? I found whenever I was working in the in the branding and marketing world that a lot of times entrepreneurs especially feel the need to go with the trends. Like what is everyone else doing? What is the successful person doing? And instead of it aligning with who they are, they'll try to mimic other things and they typically fall short or fall flat in that sense mm-hmm. um, because it's not truly who they are. And so helping them get more like aligned with the messaging and the branding that they're trying to put out in the world will allow the people that are literally supposed to work with them to be attracted to that energy or that look or those words. And so, yeah, um, some of the things that I help some of the entrepreneurs that I work with is like, what does your brand look like? How do you are are you personally showing up in the world for yourself as an on ramp to your brand? There's just so many things that I think entrepreneurs aren't thinking about when it comes to showing up publicly. Yeah, interesting. You know, we'll get into the because you mentioned a lot of uh, interesting modalities. You know, again, this is not this is just for education and entertainment. Uh, but one thing I did, I, you know, I listened to Tim Ferriss and he was actually talking about psychedelics and, you know, inducing a slightly altered consciousness so that you can create, you know, I, I know a lot of musicians and artists, they do that, you know, if you change your state, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, you can create a lot of beautiful, you know, pieces and, you know, beautiful work and share with the world. So that's one, that's, you know, it's quite interesting. Uh, of course, you know, seek medical advice and, uh, what about this idea of biohack? How does that interplay with you know how you help clients and individuals? So I was a big into biohacking myself for a while. Anything that was a wearable tech or a supplement or a technique, I really was trying very hard to support myself in um, becoming the person that I desired to be. And so I went hard in the paint, as they say. And I think that's why I kind of stumbled upon psychedelics in the sense that a lot of the Silicon Valley guys were utilizing this in very small doses to see the problems of their business in an innovative way or to kind of get into a flow state a little easier than they typically are able to. And so that's when I started getting interested in basically stacking, like habit stacking. How can I use wearable tech and supplements and small doses of psychedelics and uh, altered states of like meditation and yoga and stretching and all these other things to really get myself into a place where my brain is malleable and Mm -hmm. I can actually program the things that I want in there versus the stuff that was put in there when I was younger. Yeah, Very, very interesting. And then how do you how do you uh, incorporate all of these? Because, you know, you've um, you've actually what I, what I was interested is in you've been the producer of a Netflix documentary called The Gentleman Driver. 
I have to go check that out. And, um, you know, you help it with um, uh, relationship love. And tell us more about that. Yeah, so the um, documentary is really interesting to me because I was always trying to find out how the successful got successful. So um, we were able to talk to millionaires and billionaires that essentially are high-powered um, businessmen that moonlight as race car drivers. And when they're going 200 miles an hour in a car is the only time where they really like their brain will slow down and they'll get into a flow state. But in interviewing them, I found out that they still dealt with imposter syndrome. They still dealt with procrastination and um, stress and lack of sleep. And so that was eye-opening to me that even when someone is uh, arguably extremely successful, that they would still struggle with all of these things. And um, that's when I realized that there's so much to do with like your relationships, your attachment to love and money that really, no matter how much success you find and how much money you find, you will still struggle in certain aspects of your life if you don't address those core wounds. Mm. And so that was like huge for me on my path of understanding that it's not the end all be all to just be successful and have money in your bank account. Yeah, I was uh, listening to this uh, one interview, uh, you know, billionaire tech entrepreneur and um well, what's interesting is he says that, you know, money magnifies your problems. So, you know, whatever you dealt with in, as a kid or whatever, it just makes it even worse. So, you know, if you're a good person, it, it helps you do better. If you're, uh, you know, if you have issues, it's going to, you know, you spiral down, um, which is quite interesting. And he said you have to shift from, you know, once you achieve this level, you have to shift shift from running away from to running towards like something like you know love or abundance or giving sharing you know all those um really interesting how can people um follow you uh reach out to you on social media contact you and um you know look into you yeah so i'm uh really active on instagram uh to your question i'm a millennial not a gen z so <laughs> i i still love instagram and uh i'm very active on there people ask me questions all the time and uh, a lot of times people will book a consulting call with me via link in my bio to learn what i think a, a good path for them is because everyone depending on their past experience their current environment and their future goals are all different and so yeah i typically walk through people with them on what is the right path forward excellent excellent and um thanks so much um for coming on to the show really insightful ideas you know kind of cutting edge um really interesting and thanks for sharing your wisdom all your links will be in the resource resource will be in the links and show notes and be sure to follow uh, Biju on her social media. Thanks so much. And we really enjoyed our time here. Yeah, thank you so much.